your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. Oh yeah. Good evening, and thanks for joining me on this special edition of What's on Tap. As a Milwaukee Brewers fan, and as an original Milwaukee Brewers in-game host, I feel like tomorrow should be a Wisconsin holiday. Tomorrow is the birthday of legendary broadcaster and entertainer Bob Euchre. And I'm Sandy Max. Thanks for joining me on Bob's Birthday Eve with two guests in the WTMJ studio tonight who have gotten to know him pretty well over the past year. There is a documentary film in progress called Uke. And it is my pleasure to introduce you to the co-directors of this project. Hello, Steve Farr. Sandy. We're going to have you lean into the microphone. Hello, Sandy. There you go. There's there that go. voice we want to hear. And okay. hello, Michael T. Volman. Hi there. How Thanks are you both us. doing? We're doing well. Thanks for having us. Happy Thank Bob's you. birthday eve to you. Happy Bob's birthday eve to you. Yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> and this project, what I've seen of it so far is going to be a real way to share just the phenomenon that Bob Euchre is. Why are you making Euchre, the documentary film? I mean, who wouldn't want to make a documentary about Bob Euchre? Right. Right. Um, I mean, it's not like it, it was an original idea. I'm sure a lot of people have thought about doing it. Um, I know through our production team we've talked a lot about you know just over the years we've talked it wouldn't be cool to make a documentary about bob Euchre, and um i guess we kind of came into an opportunity um it kind of actually all happened really quick we just after talking about it for a long time we actually took some initiative um uh steve had some some connections steve has directed a lot of commercials in the city all actually nationally and in milwaukee and he had some connections um we had done a, a little project for uh, ALS, and Bob was in it. Um, and so I kind of had connections from having done that, uh, you know, several months before this kind of came along. Well, and you have to convince Bob Euchre to participate, don't you? I mean, that's he's this person who, as much of a public figure and magnetic personality that he is and so beloved, he's not the kind of guy who says... Hey, it's all about me. Let's put the spotlight on me. So that has to be a sensitive relationship and and quite a score to convince him to participate and let you follow him all last year. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, well, we made sure that once we got through to Bob and he was interested, he wanted to talk. Um, we could have done a phone call with him, but instead we, the four of us, uh, two of us flew in from Milwaukee, Michael and I and our our two producers, Matt and Jeremy, came in from uh, Los Angeles, but we, you know, flew into Scottsdale. Um, this was a year ago, and yeah, almost a, almost a year to, to like, yeah, today. yeah, exactly, right. And you know, we, we had we, we met him for lunch, and then we th- thought maybe this would be an hour, hour and a half, something like that. And it was four and a half hours <laughs> of Bob telling, yeah, you know, four, one maybe five. one classic story after another. I mean, where you, you couldn't even like, there was no bathroom break, you know, it was just <laughs> one story after another. And eventually we kind of had to just say, sorry, Bob, you know, we got to, we got to catch a flight in 45 minutes. And he's like, you guys got to get out of here. 
So uh, yeah, it was almost but, like uh, we were. We thought we were going there to convince him, but I think he had already made up his his mind. He kind of had made the decision. He looked at our credentials and had. I think um, you know a lot of decisions he makes is through word of mouth and people he knows. And um, you know, I guess he he got a good recommendation um, from someone close to him. And um, you know, I think yeah, it was it was it was a great. I mean, it was kind of an amazing lunch. It was like we should probably tell him that we have to catch a flight soon. <laughs> But um, you know, nobody really, wants to, no stop really that. to stop that. No, because it's special for your audience, and and he's just full of all those stories. So, congratulations for earning the project, for earning his trust, because you've spent hours in his own home, not just following him at ballparks all last season. Correct. Um, yeah. I mean, our hope that's, was that's the inner sanctum. I mean, that's very special, right? Um, we, I don't know, probably. Three quarters of what we have filmed have has been at the ballpark, um, and then we've done interviews with him at home, which which made sense. Um, he's a little you know private a little bit. I think yeah, he, definitely. I, a- I think he protects his you know his uh, home life a little bit. Sure. Yeah. You know, so we like. I think our hope was to have a more you know peel back the curtain and see what it's like to be Bob. You know, at home and you know what, what's what's his you know how does he prepare for. You know the, his broadcasts, or you know, just what is he? What's he like at home? And th- I think we still want to get a little more of that. Um, it's funny because every time we go over there, we we're like, Bob, you can just just do whatever you do. Like we'll fo- we'll just put cameras on you, and do your daily life. But he, I don't think he's really interested in that. He's like, you're here. He's going to entertain you. He wants him ha- wants you to have a good time. Right. His his wife Judy is like offering us you know plates of meat and cheese and like. <laughs> He's a connector. Definitely. I mean, honestly, that's really his his gift. We're going to hear more from behind the scenes of the documentary film Uke with the co-directors as we celebrate Bob Uecker's birthday just a few hours early. Next on What's on Tap. I did the first Tonight Show in 1969. Thank you. Really good. Thank you. You know, I've been doing colleges and sports banquets around the country. That's what you're welcome, Bob Euchre. But now it hits me, right? The Tonight Show. That was the biggest show there was on television. That, that is you uh, down here? Yes, that's me. That's my hidden ball trick. <laughs> as we're saying goodnight, I shake hands with Johnny, and as I'm walking away, I hear Johnny say to Ed, did that guy really play? And Ed said, I don't, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> he is known simply as Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. I'll tell you what, this is the closest ticket Bob Euchre's ever had in his life doing a bat. Good seats, huh? You're in the wrong seat, buddy. Come on. Oh, I must be in the front row. Nobody here. Yes, George. My potatoes are lumpy. <laughs> Let me call Idaho. When you uh, think of great baseball players, a lot of names come to mind. Bob Buecher is not one of them. <laughs> that is an excerpt from the documentary film In Progress called Uke, celebrating Bob Buecher's career, as you can hear his pop culture impact and the connection he has made with people. I'm Sandy Max, and on What's on Tap tonight, I'm joined in the WTMJ studio by two local filmmakers, Involved in this Uke documentary, co-directors Steve Farr and Michael T. Volman. And in that clip, we hear Johnny Carson. And you also get a glimpse of Uke and professional wrestling. And he's had such a solid presence in pop culture from TV to beer commercials to sports. 
guys, what is the process of getting this mammoth amount of entertainment footage from over the decades? I mean, in my mind, I have images of stacks of VHS tapes. Like, where do you find these nuggets of great video? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's been a really fun process, just trying to find as much as we can um, from all the things he's done. Johnny Carson, Belvedere Show, he's done all these, uh, the Miller Lite ads that were that really kind of made him pop, definitely in pop culture. He did Saturday Night Live, um, I mean, countless shows. He was just kind of all over the all over television. And the fascinating thing was that, like, I kind of knew, you know, I knew how, I think as people from, like, I'm from Milwaukee, and so... It's almost as if like an old friend that you knew from from the old days, and he like goes out and becomes a, a star. You kind of always think of him as like a, a hometown guy, and like but you kind of take for granted how sort of what a pop phenomenon he is. And how do you choose which clips make the cut for the film when there are so very many? Is it the ones that make you laugh the most? The ones maybe it might be more rare. I mean, the truth is, we still have a lot more oh. culling down. I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's funny. We were when we were doing some interviews with with Bob at his house, and uh, like Michael uh, said, you know, Judy's always kind of close by, and I'm making sandwiches or something, and she came out with this, uh, you know, uh, grocery bag, you know, brown paper bag, just full of VHS tapes, and she said, "Well, you know, there's stuff in here. There's a lot of stuff in here you might want to look at," and so. You know, we did, and there was it was a little bit of everything. It was you know Belvedere, and it was Tonight Show episodes, and a little bit of home movies, and yeah, even like uh, Admirals commercials, um, <laughs> local stuff. Yeah. It very, and it wasn't pre- it wasn't like labeled really very well, so it was yeah. kind of you put the tape in and just you know we'll see what it's going to be, and yeah. you know, it's a treasure to- treasure trove <laughs> of a uh, kind of fun stuff. Yeah. As a documentarian, like this must be part of the labor of life. It's still work. It's hours and hours. And that's got to be some of the, I hesitate to even say tedious, just because it would be such a joy. But you also fall down the rabbit hole. Like, you know, you just do that on YouTube. So now you've got a six hour VHS cassette that used to live in Bob Euchre's VCR. Like, <laughs> how do you not, I mean, just mathematically that time. Yeah. It's no, got to be engrossing. Yeah. We've spent a lot of time um, throughout this last season doing that. And, um, yeah, just pop we pop in VHS tapes and like try to digitize them. I'd be sending clips to Steve and our uh, director of photography, Joe Peachlo, and just be like, "Look what we found! We found these great clips." Um, you know, him doing stand up, um, stuff like that. I want to yeah. get into what were you say, Steve? Well, I was just going to say also we're we're you know in communication with uh, Major League Baseball uh, with their you know their team in New York as a there's a archival footage department basically and so we've had a couple calls with them and they they want to help as much as they're able yeah they must have some wonderful archives we don't know how much they actually have of bob's playing career because you know (laughs) (laughs) because you know bob's playing career (laughs) pretty much we're going to get into that those early days of bob at milwaukee with the co-directors of the documentary film uke they'll share more behind scene behind oh share more behind the scenes stories of the creative process and what the next steps are coming up on What's on Tap. Growing up, Orchard Field was a triple-A ballpark in Milwaukee, which was about eight blocks from my house. And on Sundays, Jesus, you was jammed. Listening to baseball at night on a transistor radio in my room, man, that was it. All night long. And the next pitch, Geringer, line to hit. Back at second base. Watson scoring. I actually started out pitching. 
and uh, I was doing bad. It was nothing to do with the catcher. And after a particularly bad inning, I was sitting next to him on the bench, and I got on him a little bit about a couple pitches that I threw in the dirt that he didn't block. He said, you think you're so good? Do it. So he took the shin guards off, and I put them on. I asked the manager, and I liked it. You know, it was putting, you know, putting signs down and calling the game. You know, getting hit with foul balls in the mask and it felt good. <laughs> it popped foul. They catch a youth under it and we have two down. Oh, we always laughed about it because I was the first native Milwaukeean to play with the Braves. Charlie Dresden, I guess. Was managing the Braves. Yes, right? that's your first big league club, right. the Milwaukee Braves. Yes, and when he sends you out, he says, "There's no room in baseball for a clown." That's what he said. Yeah. And then I was also the first native Milwaukee to be sent to the minor leagues by the Braves. Uh, I remember that like it was you know, a long time ago, <laughs> which it was. Yes. You know, I, I I said that as a joke. Play me, trade me, or I'll quit. And uh, they did trade me. <laughs> But we won a world championship, too, with St. Louis. This is you, isn't it, Robert? In this last picture, I really, I can't even guess what you're doing here. Uh, well, this was taken during the uh, 1964 World Series. Uh, they had four bands on the field, and... Uh, we were taking batting practice, and you caught about five balls in that tuba. I well, I have none of them can use a tuba like you, Bob. No, no, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basic, you know. That is an excerpt from the documentary film In Progress, titled... Uke, celebrating Bob Uecker's baseball career and his pop culture impact, and also just how special he is and the connection he's made with people. And in that clip, boy, do we get a sense of how proud Bob Uecker is to be from Milwaukee, in addition to his journey of not necessarily being the best athlete. In the studio with me are the co-directors of this new documentary, Uke, Steve Farr, and Michael T. Volman. Thanks for being here. It has been fun learning about this process and your insights so far. But Milwaukee, in Bob Euchre's DNA, and really, he's in the city's DNA. He's in the state's DNA. It's one thing you'd be proud of where you grew up from. I think we all feel that. What do you think it is that makes Bob's just connection to Milwaukee so powerful? He's kind of a, thinks of himself as an everyman. You know, he's... Probably, I definitely grew up in kind of a blue-collar household, like a lot of people in Milwaukee did uh, and do. Um, I don't think he uh, ever puts himself up higher than anybody else. I mean, uh, he has kind of a, when he comes to the the ballpark in the morning, he drives his Corvette in, typically, right? But then he stops and he'll talk to the landscaping guys. You know, and then, and then we'll talk to, it goes from one kind of room to the next and just talking to, you know, everybody and everybody's friends with him. Um, it's, it's it's just kind of interesting because I, I, I can't imagine, you know, Vince Scully did, did, did this type of thing uh, with, the, with the Dodgers, but I might be wrong. But uh, he's just got such a great uh, personality and people just relate to him so well and connect on so many different levels. And, and the, even the ball players. I mean, you've got someone who's turning 90 tomorrow and... He genuinely connects with, you know, 21, 22-year-old ballplayers. I never saw him have such a youthful energy than the first, than recently when we went to the playoffs in 2018, and he's getting soaked with champagne. And it's just that 
energy. You could hear it in his voice when he was, he had a remote kit in the locker room during the WTMJ broadcast, and you could just hear his joy yeah. in, in what you say. Sure, he's an older man, but he sounded 50 when he was in that locker room high-fiving, and, and you can hear the guys, you can, you know, pouring champagne and beer on him. Yeah. He really was genuinely in his element. Yeah, I mean, um, as far as him calling games, I mean, like, I've enjoyed, you know, I'd say, like, he's on top of his game. Like, for, for, for all of his career, I've, I mean, I've enjoyed, like, I don't know what the five, last five, ten years, I mean, I just think he appreciates it more than ever and does such a great job. He's really on. And then just as far as connecting with the, the, the team, I mean, he's, like, has different handshakes with each ball player in the, in the clubhouse and kind of connects with them. He talks to the, the, uh, the players' moms, you know, he kind of, like, kind of builds a relationship with the families and things like that because he, he he knows what it was like to be a ball player and like you know the difficulties of it and the positive things of it so i i think he i don't know it, it's he's, he's he, he it's like he's doing he makes decisions to kind of help people rise to their best you know in the game and the family stuff like that it's because he loves the game so much and he's it seems to genuinely be a people person when you value those relationships from Everybody in the ballpark, every single person from Bud Selig, who he doesn't even yeah. call Bud, you know, <laughs> it's it's fascinating. So I yeah, love that you're yeah. digging deeper into the person that is Bob Euchre in your new documentary. We're going to find out more behind the scenes with Steve Farr and Michael T. Volman, the co-directors, after we get an update from the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Here's Jessica Gatso. Did you imagine yourself being a broadcaster? No, no, no way. Hello again, everybody. Harry Doyle here welcoming all you friends of the feather to another season of Indians baseball. I used to sit in the bullpen and, and do Harry Carey. Here we are in the Cardinal Clubhouse with... <laughs> Along with Jack Buck. <laughs> and when I first started doing it for real, it was the worst. Buddy uh, hired me in 1971. I was doing a New York writer's dinner, and Bud asked me if I'd like to come back to Milwaukee and work. And uh, I said, yeah. I had to do play-by-play. -play. I never did it before. Never. All the stuff I did, the Tonight Shows and all the other stuff, I don't, I don't know if I was ever that frightened. And we're in Yankee Stadium. The engineer finally said, Yuke, you better start talking. There's one out. Yelich to left, deep, warning track, get up, get up, get out of here and go! One, two, swing it out! Goodbye, Detroit! Hello, New York! It's ready for the Oh my God, the Indians! And the Brewers are going to the postseason again! They're the Central Division champions! is an excerpt from the documentary film In Progress titled Uke, and you get to see images of Milwaukee Brewers broadcasting legend Bob Euchre celebrating with the teams, getting soaked in 1982 with Robin Yount and Paul Molitor, and more recently in 2018 in the locker room with so many of the players. The co-directors of this documentary In Progress, Steve Farr and Michael T. Volman, are with me in the studio, and you guys have spent the last year following Uke at the ball games, talking with him, talking with his colleagues, and... What is some of the, what's something you can tell me about being in the broadcast booth with him? That is such a special space. We, um, 
So we first started shooting with you uh, actually in spring training last year, and um, we spent a few days, you know, interviewing and just meeting with them. And then um, uh, Steve and Joe, our DP, he um, they they went and filmed with him in the booth, and it just was kind of, you know, and I guess when I saw the footage, they brought the footage back, and I um, was looking through it. I was like, there's such a process and such like a performative aspect of the radio, and it sounds so natural when you listen on the radio, but then. When you see like his, uh, just the way he, he has like his, his methods of like highlighting certain things and he, you know, reading through his research and, um, he has his own very special scorecard that I guess it's been customized for his kind of unique, uh, desires for the, to keep score of the game. And he and the other broadcasters share that book and they pass it back and forth depending on who's calling the inning. And, uh, it's funny because Lane Grindle and Jeff Levering, they, they would say like, they kind of would get nervous when they first started working with you to like that they didn't want to mess up his methods of like how they how he took score and you know do everything the right way so that it'd be a seamless transition and um i guess you know he actually has someone print like specific you know um score books for the season i think they go through like two a year um and he has a guy that does it and then we, through filming we actually i think at one point lane grindle Kind of showed us like a, a like a took us over to like a a, a locker and they pulled out like scorecards from I don't know a decade worth of games and it was like you could literally open up a, a score a scorebook from any game and kind of just like read read it if you you know how to yeah. read it and and know like you know the history of that game for for decades yeah so. baseball hieroglyphics that's yeah. what you say the yeah. euchre system and the shorthand and Honestly. that's that's got to be fascinating what what a cool archive and baseball artifacts for sure so what is the next step to creating this documentary of uke what's next on the documentary filmmaker schedule well we uh still have a lot of filming to do we took a little break after the season i mean that's uh i can see why the players are tired at the end of a season uh and i think you know bob too i mean uh, it was uh it took a toll i think by the end of the end of the season so um Letting, letting everyone rest up, and but we're going to start up uh, with interviews again, more interviews with Bob. Uh, we still have to speak with Judy and family members, and then we really need to get out to L.A. because there's, there's aspects of Bob's life that we haven't touched upon because, uh, you know, being in Milwaukee, it was easy for us to go to the ballpark and film, that type of thing. So we can tell the baseball side of the story pretty easily, but, you know, there there are there's the, you know, the, the Hollywood Bob. Yeah, you know, there's the Major League Bob, and there's the Tonight Show Bob, and the Mr. Belvedere Bob, and yeah. and you know, I, I, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, Sandy, about the professional wrestling, which isn't like my thing really, but if you talk to younger uh, Bob fans, a lot of them, you know, they, they know him through professional wrestling more than they do for baseball. His so. appearance there wasn't long, but it was impactful. It was memorable. <laughs> right. If only we could talk to Andre the Giant. Right, yeah. I have to think that when you <laughs> ask, hey, we're making a documentary about Bob Uecker's life, would you be willing to chat with us? Does anybody say no? Oh, I don't think anyone said no, right? No, no one said <laughs> no. The people are yeah, lining up. Yeah. They hear about Good. it, and next thing you know, we're hearing from their people that they, you know, they'd love so to be interviewed. We've reached out and, and talked to people and, and you know, like are you, when are you coming? When when are you gonna be here? When are you be coming right. out to LA? The Belvedere, a lot of Belvedere, um, the cast members. We've talked to them, and they're all very excited and good. How do board. we follow yeah. along with the progress of Uke, the documentary? Yeah, um, our webpage is September dot club forward slash Uke U E C K September dot club 
forward slash uke. Excellent. Well, thank you very, very much for spending time with us and giving us, uh, this is like being behind the scenes in the wings of a theater production. Like, this is the ground floor. You are in progress in this documentary. So thank you for sharing that so far. And I hope that you come back and visit because right. I want to know more of its progress. Thank you so much for yeah. having us. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Great. Yeah, Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate it. Is it is Steve Farr and Michael T. Volman, co-directors of the Documentary in Progress, Uke. And we are continuing the celebration of Bob Uecker on this, the eve of his birthday tomorrow. Greetings from fans and funny memories. I'm Sandy Max, and that's next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. It's a show about culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. I'm Sandy Max, and we are celebrating Bob Uecker on the night before his 90th birthday. I've been talking with co-directors of the new documentary in progress about his life called Uke. And if you missed any of that chat... Catch up on the What's on Tap podcast that will be posted later tonight. And uh, a song inspired by Bob Euchre by a Wisconsin musician is coming up as the song you need to hear. But first, as a Brewers fan and an original Milwaukee Brewers game day host, I certainly circulate in a group that loves Bob Euchre. And it is my pleasure to share with you some of that uh, affection, starting with my buddy Tim Shea, who I used to work with at the ballpark. When I hear the name Bob Euchre, an instant smile comes to my face. I could listen to him talk about baseball all day long if I could. Having the pleasure to work with him for four years, every joke and every story that he would tell ended in laughter and tears. Happy birthday, Mr. Baseball. Enjoy your day. When I hear the name Bob Euchre, I smile. And I know he's known as Mr. Baseball, but for me, he's known as Mr. Joy. I'm Bob Brainerd, and when I was covering the Brewers for Fox Sports Wisconsin, I wanted to avoid an exchange with Bob Euchre that had us going, Bob, Bob. So whenever I did cross paths with Euchre, I would nod and acknowledge him with a, Robert? Well, he would grin and return with a, hey, Bobby. And that always made my day. Happy 90th, Robert. Hi there, this is Susan Varela. I'm the executive director at Skylight Music Theater here in Milwaukee. And the first thing I think of when I hear the name Bob Euchre is the movie Major League. I was actually cast in the movie. And when I went home to tell my parents, my dad said, well, who's in the movie? And I said, well, Renee Russo and Corbin Burnson and Charlie Sheen. And he was like, "Uh uh-huh. And I said, Bob Euchre? And he went, Bob Euchre? That's when he was impressed. It was a thrill to be on set with him and watch his work from afar. So happy birthday, Bob. I'm still a fan. What comes to mind most is his home run call. Get up, get up, get out of here, gone. I hope that Bob has a wonderful, wonderful birthday. I can smell baseball from here. I think of great baseball players drink light because it's less filling. I know, I asked one, as well as, I must be in the front row. First thing that comes to mind is his sense of humor. I mean, how many times did he kill it on the Johnny Carson show? And then playing George Owens on Mr. Belvedere while being Mr. Baseball at the same time and still going strong after 51 years? Wow, happiest of birthdays, Uke. 
Hi, this is Tony Award winner Anthony Crivello, and I want to send special happy birthday wishes to Bob Euchre. Next to the crusher, the man who made Milwaukee famous, known across all of media as Mr. Baseball. When I hear the name Bob Euchre, what comes to mind? There's too many things to mention. Everything from using your sausages to his breaking in with the Braves in Milwaukee in 1962 to his special Bob Euchre statue permanently enshrined in AmFam Field in Section 422. Bob, the city of Milwaukee and all of baseball fans owe you so, so much. And I want to thank you and again, wish you a very, very happy birthday. God bless, Bob. We all love you. Happy birthday, Uke. John Suntress here. Always been a fan. What I've always loved about you is, even as a Cub fan, and I don't want to upset Milwaukee listeners because I know the last thing you want to hear is from an Illinois person, but uh, it's always been a pleasure listening to you do Brewer games. You're one of a kind, man, and I'm glad you're out there. Happy birthday. When I hear the name Bob Euchre, I think of a lot of things like uh, Harry Doyle, just a bit outside, Miller Lite commercials, must be in the front row, and the countless, I think, a hundred times or more that he appeared on the Johnny Carson show, deadpan delivery, comic genius. Just love Bob Euchre. And of course, being an old dude, I remember Bob Euchre as a baseball player. I was a big St. Louis Cardinal fan, and only one time a year could we make the long trip to St. Louis to see a ball game, and I would look in the paper and I'd try to figure out the starting rotation and who was going to be pitching that day. And I kept hoping and hoping and hoping that it would not be Bob Euchre. I was a big Tim McCarver fan, and I wanted to see the starting lineup. I didn't want to see any of the subs coming in, and at that time, of course, he was a sub. But Bob Euchre, what a life, what a legend. His, his photo with Bob Gibson in 1964, the team photo, he's holding hands with Bob Gibson. Hilarious. And I just wish him a happy birthday and hope that someday they'll do a movie about you, Bob. And I think they should call it Tuba in the Outfield. When I hear the name Bob Euchre, I think of one word, funny. Born and raised in Milwaukee, I listen to Brewers games on WTMJ with Merle Harmon and Bob Euchre like everybody else. And I wondered why Bob would tell rambling stories about his time in baseball and other things that happened in his life. Then years later, I saw him on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and those very same stories were polished and he delivered them with his dry wit and sense of humor that he had and the place went nuts. I know how much hard work went into it. So it helped me as a professional comedian see behind the scenes of what goes into being funny. And every time I've seen him, whether on TV, on the WWF WrestleMania, on his sitcom, Mr. Belvedere, he was always funny. He's natural. He's got it in him. And to play Major League Baseball on top of that is a real achievement. Bob Euchre is a treasure, not only for Milwaukee, but for the United States of America. So many Euchre admirers. You heard the voices of Tim Shea, Denise Wilkie, Bob Brainerd, Susan Varela, Stephanie Walters, Jason Pinkowski, Kelly Shears, Anthony Cravello, John Suntress, Spiff Carner, and Dobie Maxwell. And uh, we'll zip right back with a cool song, the song you need to hear next. But uh, here's a voice you really need to hear. And the pick. Zip. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> Was he swinging three and oh? Zip. <laughs> three balls and a strike on Christian. And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blogs are going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. Hey, this is Willie Porter. 
I want to wish Bob Euchre a very, very happy birthday and send this song out to him. I'm so grateful that I grew up listening to baseball on the radio with my dad in the garage, working on old race cars and all kinds of house projects. That was my introduction, really, to what baseball could be, how people could see it. And the game was made visual by Bob Euchre's voice as it came into our garage as we worked on these projects together. I'll forever be grateful for that. Happy birthday, Bob. You're an American treasure. Fiftieth anniversary as a Hall of Fame baseball announcer. I'm Sandy Max. Thanks for joining me. Revisit all the euchre goodness on the What's on Tap podcast and our What's on Tap YouTube channel. News is next on WTMJ. Now everybody's laughing, dancing along.